0: Hello, and welcome to Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate, a show about buying and selling homes in Montana and the power realtors and power lenders that make that happen. We are your hosts, Colleen Wood. And I'm Alicia Retz. Each week, we will discuss the housing market,
1: how to navigate it, and what questions you need to be asking yourself along the way. But that's not all.
0: We will also dive into how to navigate the ins and outs of being leaders in business and how to build a robust and dynamic team within that business and navigating the world as a career-driven professional, all while raising a family.
1: Join us as we share our highs and lows in real estate, business ownership, and motherhood.
0: Hello, Colleen. Hey, I'm so excited to be here. We have the most exciting guest today. Okay, I'm slightly partial, but I think
1: it Are might you? be the best guest on the planet. <laughs> We've talked about her every other episode. Like 900 times. And I always give like the same bullet points of how freaking amazing she is. She is. Like the world's best blender. hmm Well... Was, <laughs> was. <laughs> in the 80s and 90s for sure. Um, and then also, I don't I ever mean, know if I mentioned she was a stockbroker for a while. That's amazing, she's
0: such a diverse background. Ran
1: a multi million dollar company,
0: hundreds of um, employees, but most importantly, she's your mama. She's
2: my
1: oh. mama. Karen Ward, that. welcome. Oh, thank that. you for inviting me. This is your chance to talk all the crap you want about me. <laughs> <laughs> There's not that much crap really.
0: To say. There's enough. There's enough. You could talk about how difficult she is to work for. Yeah. Crabby.
1: I'm crabby. I like
0: <laughs> emotional. You
1: We're know, crying all the time. <laughs> Actually, you know what the best part is? Is I can come and cry to her, but it's always like Absolutely. personal stuff and yeah. not,
0: you know, work stuff. Yeah, you don't have to put on a brave face for your mama.
1: Yeah. How are you doing today, mom? I am doing great. Okay, Karen Ward.
0: Karen Ward.
1: The best person on the planet. Mhm. Yes, <laughs> you're Yeah. <laughs>
0: Assistant to top producer, Alicia Rutz with That's, Small Dog Realty. Really, and she runs
1: the program. Like well, She keeps yeah. it all together. You know how it goes when like you're going a million miles an hour. She's like the rock.
0: She is the rock. That's absolutely, she's just your consistent metronome. She, she knows exactly what she's doing and you can go all over the place and do your magic and go be your little social butterfly and she's getting all the work done.
1: Exactly. And just what happened to my sales from... The year before, till the year she started was insane. Right. Tripled tripled my sales. Right. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay, mom, let's start at the beginning. Let's talk about- paperwork pusher. Okay. Who you were in high school and like- she um, was a badass um, track
0: star. Wow. I didn't know that.
1: Well, yeah. I started doing
2: cross country as Mm -hmm. a freshman. It was a brand new sport in Bozeman, believe it or not.
1: Oh. For men and women?
2: Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. There kind of, there was a little bit, but not much- And my mom worked for the Montanes, which is a longtime name in cross-country skiing. (sighs) She worked with um, the dad and their son was the new coach. And so he was trying to get people. My mom said, oh, I'll have my daughter do it. (laughs) So so I started cross country and believe it or not, the first year I went to junior nationals in in Vermont. I'd never been on an airplane. That was your first time on an airplane? Mm -hmm. Oh, mom, that makes me want to like hold you. (laughs) (laughs) Old school. So, um, So I did that and then ran cross country and track long distance.
0: I mean, I have a huge respect for people that run intentionally. Like, I like to run intentionally, but we're kind of, you know, part of the few that will actually sign up, especially for a distance run.
1: And it actually says a lot about her personality. She just yeah. like puts her head down and just works.
0: Absolutely. And she's
1: like a sly competitive. You wouldn't know how competitive she is. She's competitive.
2: It was interesting. I ran into one of my ski mates. <gasps> yeah, I was with um, you. At my grandkids' fun run. And we're talking about this one little girl that was just going at it all by herself. And I said, yep, the loneliness of the long distance runner. Yeah. That was a book that came out and it was kind of...
0: You just kind of do your thing and go out there. But I think that that's that's a kind of a similar skill that is really, really amazing in business. You know, just consistently showing up, kind of like the tortoise and the hare, right? We've all known that one, but consistently showing up and consistently making forward momentum, which you obviously have done because you've been amazing in several careers. So, I mean, track star, cross-country star uh, from the beginning. What happened next?
1: Well, I did that through high school. Oh, talk about meeting dad. Oh, Oh, she hated, she hated my dad. Well, she didn't even know my dad, but she hated him.
2: (laughs) My husband went to the Catholic school Mm -hmm. and I was at the public school here in Bozeman and several of my friends were dating his brothers or cousins because it was Big Catholic family. They each had seven kids in their wow. family. So and all of them were in high school basically the same time that I was. And all my friends were dating him and his cousins and my husband is Paul. And every weekend he dated somebody different. He never had a steady <laughs> Every weekend. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and um, My lab partner, biology, who I spent seven hours a week with in my dad's biology class. Mm-hmm. Um, she was dating Paul's brother, and mm-hmm. all she talked about was the wards. Da, 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 da. I said, if I ever meet one of those wards, I'm going to puke. <laughs> <laughs> and my whole sophomore year, I dated this one boy, and he broke up with me. And my friend um, said, let's go to the drive-in. You know, like the day he broke up, and so anyway long story short i ended up in the back seat not doing anything but just pushed <laughs> sure, in the back sure. seat with paul when i was 15 years old the day uh-huh. after i broke up with my old boyfriend so
0: uh-huh we've been together ever since there you go isn't that like, I so think that's cool. cool amazing he
2: gets mad he was 17 and i was 15 but my birthday was like in 2 weeks so was, Yeah, oh,
1: and i love doing it every time that they're 2 years two Years apart, in quotations, he gets so mad. It's like, no, no, I was not.
0: That's had, awesome. Like, right. And together, we got married when I was
1: 19.
2: And
0: that is so rare anymore. Yeah. Uh, Zane and I also started dating at 16, and yeah. obviously have been together ever since. And so I find nice. it to be so rare. I always think it feels kind of silly because you're like, yeah, I've like dated one guy. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's amazing. I mean, you've grown up together, you've grown into each other instead of, you know. Growing apart, and that's really amazing. Yeah. I I used
1: to be so mad. I always asked Dad what he found attractive or about you and like why he wanted to be with you and picked you basically. And he always said it was your work ethic. And I was so annoyed by that. I was like, but she was hot too, right? (laughs) And he's like, Yeah, she was beautiful and she didn't wear makeup and she was just like the classic beauty. Wow. But he was attracted to your work ethic. And I used to be annoyed by that. But now as I'm older, I'm like, that's actually really cool. That's that he saw that in you. Yeah, our wow. first
2: our first official date was um, up the Gallon Canyon. My grandparents um, uh-huh. had a farm up there. Still, actually, we still have the land. And he came up there, and we sat out in the hayfield and swatted mosquitoes. <laughs>
0: uh
2: huh. <laughs> I couldn't go into town because I had to irrigate. So
0: yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So to go farther yeah, back, f- flood irrigating. We mm-hmm. have what we're fifth. I'm fifth generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're fourth generation Montanan. We still have the homesteaded land. That's pretty cool. Okay, so after that, you and Dad, how did you guys get the combines? Because they started combining. Well, um, well, actually, first they did drive. Right?
2: Yeah, Paul wanted to be a pilot. Oh, wow. oh, that's right. So he went to aviation school, uh-huh. and the school closed. And then he went to, got in Army ROTC. Uh-huh. And he was out in spoke or, um, Seattle, mm-hmm. and he woke up one morning and he was blind in one eye what this has this really weird eye disease so obviously lost his pilot slot and so he was kind of unmotivated to do anything and his dad had just sold the farm and kept uh couldn't sell one of the combines so he went custom combining with his dad
0: wow and then
2: the next year we bought a combine and went custom combining went down to texas Mm -hmm. and then worked our way up to great falls area and then back to Gallatin Valley. And then we went to um, Nebraska and did corn for two months in the fall. And almost wow. died. a couple. You almost
1: died a couple times. Yeah, that almost killed a you a couple times.
2: times. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, we did that for four years. And then it was kind of like, oh, time to do something else. And during that time, um, I quit my job in the summers
0: mm-hmm. and went
2: in combine. And I'd come back, and the bank would always hire me back. So I'd work sure. there in the winters. And then one winter, they didn't have any positions. So um, I ended up working out at the mall at the Bath Teak, which is no longer there, obviously. But the owner of that also owned Carmel Corner. And then he wanted to sell it and wanted to know if we wanted to buy it. So we bought Carmel Corner.
1: Wow. Out at the mall. Yeah, so they had Carmel Corner and Sport Jack in the mall for, your, for the old school people in Bozeman. That
0: is old school.
1: Yeah, right? And it was wow. so fun. My mom, I feel like you've, because again, the steady rock of our family, you've always just gone along for the rides with dad. Like, yeah,
2: I have. And then during that whole time, I was still working at the bank. I went back to the bank and worked there full time. I'd take my two week vacation and go work out at the mall at Christmas.
0: Yeah, I don't know. your entire two weeks <laughs> and hanging out at the mall. But also,
1: like what I remember growing up is mom dominating at work. Yeah, and then coming home and doing the books for the two businesses at the mall. Wow. So like was just always going.
2: know, we were lucky. Um, both my parents and um, Paul's parents lived here. So they were great. They, you know, helping with the kids. How how
1: did you get Sport Jack? I've never heard that story.
2: Well, we had the Carmel Corner, and Paul just felt like there needed to be a sporting goods show or sporting goods store out at the mall. So he just looked into it and started doing it. Just made it happen. Just just made it happen.
1: I love that. I I remember one of the happiest days of our childhood, and this is crazy, but we couldn't get Nike um, in the store. It was just, it's a really weird thing where they were only in certain niche things or Foot Locker and stuff like that. And when he got Nike in the store... He just kept running around saying, "I won the lottery! I won the lottery!" <laughs> yeah,
2: that was a big deal. Nike was the the brand name back then. So.
1: Yeah, is it still? I wonder if it's still like it. If it's that hard yeah. to get into places, it feels I think like it like, probably is. But yeah,
0: that's well, amazing. I just think it's amazing how long that you've been here. Here, like, yeah, I was like, born,
2: born and raised here.
0: That's amazing. My mom was born here. That's amazing, yeah. and you know, it's we know. I mean, it's there's so rare to have actual. Local locals. I saw a T-shirt. It was like on the back of it said, "At what point am I allowed to be called a local?" Oh, okay, cute. And then on the funny. other side it was like, "Never." Unless <laughs> <laughs> you okay, right. Yeah, you had to be born here. And they're like, "I just want to be a local Montanan." Sorry, yeah. dude. Sorry, okay, talk dude. about your trajectory through the bank. You started as a teller there, correct?
2: No, I started um, out of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I never went to college. Yep. Um, I was, and jobs were really hard to get back then, and, and that's I. Took a class in high school about finance, and I just love finances. Yeah, and um, so I applied to all the banks, and I end up getting a job at Montana Bank. Mm-hmm. And what I did was I sat down in the basement and filed checks. <laughs> <laughs> the checks came in, and yep. you know they were all in order, and you just put yep. them in this little file, and then you had to count them and make sure all the checks were there when you mailed out their statements.
1: Yep. The way you understand you, finance, like everyone yeah. in our family, when we buy something or we're talking about stocks between her and my husband, or then Kevin now too, but yeah. the three of you like just put your heads together, because we do, we've do done investments together and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. But she's the person that, just the way you understand yeah. it, it's really fun. Okay, so then after that. So
2: I started there, and then um, tra- I, then I w- worked at U.S. Bank for about 23 years after I left. Wow. I kind think. Of but um, I basically started filing checks, and I ended up um, as a assistant vice president, in commercial lending, mm-hmm. just from on-the-job training. I, I kind of worked in almost every single position in the bank.
0: And that kind of that kind of learning and training literally cannot be duplicated yeah. anywhere. Like you can't you can't learn how to do all of that stuff by going to college or anything like because you have no applicable on-the-job training. So the folks that actually take the time. And learn step-by-step step, moving up. That's that's amazing.
1: Yeah. It was mm-hmm. so fun growing up. Like, I remember everywhere we went, people would come to me and be like, oh, I love your mom so much. She helped us get our home. She was so Aww. great to work with. I had teachers tell me that. And so, like, they just had a little bit of an in with the teachers. And Bozeman was smaller than too, so there weren't as many blunders back. Well, you yeah. still was probably the same competition, though. There wasn't 70? No. Was there I 70? learned there was 70. Yeah. Holy cow. Oh, wow.
2: No, there really wasn't. Um, there weren't really the brokerage firms. It was basically really the banks.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Then that, okay. And then you went into stockbroking a little bit after yeah, that. Yep. Um, or not a little bit, Wait. Yeah. yeah.
2: That was in, that would have been 1999.
0: Mm, and you and hated it.
2: It's kind of, I didn't, I, yeah, I, I didn't love it. And then, mm-hmm. you know, it took like almost a year by the time I started and got going. And then um, 9-11 hit. Sure. And the stock market crashed, and it was just a really not a good time to be a stockbroker. And um, then Paul got the idea that um, he just came home one day and said, you know, I think we should do a restaurant. I said, okay, let's do a restaurant. Oh, my
0: God, I feel like you've done everything.
2: <laughs> right? Holy cow. Right. And um, so he says, well, you know, I don't, we don't know anything about restaurants, so I think we better look into franchises. Mm-hmm. So we started looking into franchises, and he told one of his brothers that he was looking in that, and he goes, I have just ate at the best place I've ever eaten in my life. Look into that, and that was Johnny Carino's. Oh,
0: my God.
2: So we called Johnny Carino's, and he said, you know what? We're just starting to franchise. So we ended up flying down to Texas and they approved us. And so we did that. That took the whole process was about 20 years from the time we started till the time that we got out of it.
1: And there was multiple restaurants throughout the state. And that uh, that's a career I would never want to go into. That was crazy. I mean, you guys did so well and you created something amazing. And you also touched so many people's lives. So many marriages came from Carino's and so many fun things have happened there. My best, a lot of my best friends are still from Carino's and they made us start at the very bottom. Kevin started in dish. I started as a host. I had to do dish shifts all the time.
0: And, but we learned a
1: lot there. It was really fun. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. I mean. Um, I know you're a grandma, but you're, you're like, you don't look like you're old enough to have done all of these things.
1: Uh, She keeps getting better and better
0: looking. I agree. I agree. I agree. No, I think, I think coming into this career with Alicia has been really good for you.
1: Well, it's what I've noticed with this is it's not your name on it. And you've had so many things with you were hundred percent in control of or not control of. It was just your name on everything, on the restaurants, on the loans, on everything you did. It's got to be nice to take a little bit of a backseat.
2: Well, you know, I've always been the behind the scenes person. That's true. You know, Paul, he's always been the front person. He's way more, um, I don't want to say personable, but more outgoing. And he, he likes to
1: be the front person. I like to sit back and do things. Mm-hmm.
0: And just make and things kind of,
1: happen quietly, be yeah. the, quiet, the quiet assassin. Yep.
0: So did you ever, I mean, you've done everything, but did you ever see yourself coming back into real estate? Or, or like, how did you get to work with Alicia?
2: You know, I actually loved real estate. I loved mm-hmm. banking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't want I don't want to say I wish I had never done Crenos, but I, I really, really liked banking. I And first-time homebuyers I loved working with mm-hmm. when I did real estate loans. And so anyway, when Crenos, when we knew that we were closing Crenos, because we had three locations. Mm-hmm. And once we got down to just the Bozeman location and we knew we were going to close within the next year and a half, mm-hmm. I was kind of thinking, oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I, so I started looking at jobs. I'm like, start saying, oh. Who am I going to put down for references? me and my husband, you know? And right. Thought, oh, that would be yeah. hard. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I can say I'm great. I can say I've done this and I'm, but yeah. they're not going to even look at me after being in the restaurant for like almost 20 years. So I was talking to my brother who worked at um, one of the title companies and I said, yeah, I'm kind of looking at this. He goes, we need somebody. Yeah. So I went in and interviewed and they hired me. And yeah. so that's, I started the title company
0: uh-huh. and
2: then um, Alicia started bringing all of her business to us. And then
0: uh-huh. And that's her, when I met you. Yeah.
2: Her number one mm-hmm. fault, she probably, mm-hmm. probably only has one fault, is she is not a detailed person on paperwork. Mm-hmm. So I was doing her closings and I'm like, Alicia, I don't have a sign by cell. I don't know. I don't, mm-hmm. and said, you need to get your paperwork. She goes, well,
1: if you're going to tell me what to do, just come work for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, that's not what happened. I well, begged her. Yeah. I was like, please, I need you so much. <laughs> and again, I was doing $13 million in sales, which. And with the, but the only thing is, is that was, um, prices were lower. Yeah. So that's, there's probably about 25 million now. Sure. Or 20 maybe. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. But I just, I would work with clients all day and then come home, put the kids to bed and then work for like two or three hours doing the paperwork. And I, I was, I've told you before, like, I lost my sense of humor during that time. Yeah. I was like, I just can't do this anymore. And I didn't know how to hire somebody else or how to train any. And I'm training is, we've talked about definitely not one of my strong suits either. So for you to just come on and her to know everything and know so many different things that I don't know about real estate, the two of us together, it was, and we were both nervous about it though. Yeah. It's just, you know, you have to find, you know, what your role is, how
2: you do it. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. And we worked at Carino's, but it was so different. I was in high school and early college. So we've never really worked together in that way. Well, I
0: would think in the Carino's role that she was still your mom. Yes. And she was leading you, which is the mom role.
1: And she was so much of the behind the scenes. Just there's so much paperwork. People don't understand like ordering and paperwork and all that type of stuff Mm -hmm. that she wasn't in the restaurant very much. So we'd like kind of argue about stuff within the restaurant but it wasn't like you were my manager
2: no we had we had four managers at each location sure. so we were real, we weren't involved in the, the day-to-day operations that much, but,
1: yeah but yeah but, yeah. but and was, we're, we're very different too uh, so I think we were yeah. we were nervous about that
2: yeah and I um I mean we talked about it for a couple months and then I said nope I'm just gonna do it you know yep. she goes you get to see the kids more you can pick them up that can be part of your job and and yeah. it worked out great. And we never really, I don't feel like there was ever an adjustment time. No, It was sure. just me figuring out the process. and
0: Where you could be helpful. Yeah. And if I had yeah. worked in
2: title for those, it was like about, about almost three years, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been able to do it. Sure. I don't see how any, almost any lender or realtor can do their job really good without working mm-hmm. in title. The mm-hmm. stuff I learned there, it was like. I thought I knew a lot, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. So that, mm-hmm. that was super helpful.
0: Yeah. So tell us all the all the dirty details. What's what's not so great about working with Alicia?
2: You can do it. Go no, ahead. <laughs> I, mean, you guys how great I look, and I, I appreciate that. But I think honestly, I am so happy now. Yeah. It's great. I've got the freedom. I can get up and I come to work when I want. I can do whatever I want. Like last summer, I spent um, six weeks in Spokane working. We bought bought that house there. Right. And so, Yeah. yeah. So I just, you know, I'd be down in the basement and if they needed something, but I, you know, like one week it was so busy, I didn't even help work on the house at all. I mean, there's just the freedom. I can do what I want. I get to see the kids more and if I don't Mm -hmm. want to come to
0: work. I work at home and And, uh,
1: I've yelled at her before for being in the office. Like I'll drive by I'm like, mom, what are you still doing at the (laughs) office? Go home.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like I'm an outside looking in perspective because you've seen your mom every single day, but I can, I can still remember what Karen looked like and what your energy was like when you were working at the title company versus now to me, is very different. And I think I think just being in this role has allowed, I mean, you've blossomed, you're like vivacious compared to, I mean, I just want it to come out right, but like this title is very draining, I feel like. And there's so many people that are pulling and pushing and wanting now and, and, and you know, title, it just seemed like you were worn and, out. Yeah. You
1: were still on Carino's at the beginning About of- About half of the time, yeah.
0: Yeah, so she still wow. was managing Carino. So she was worn out. She was worn out. Yeah. Carino's yeah. was tough.
2: Yeah, and I, you know what I think is bad. Looking back at title, they do not get the respect. They
0: no, they don't. Or the money, or the money. Or the money. There's they never were, enough people there,
2: and they are the scapegoat for both sides or all sides. You know, yep. the buyers, the sellers, both yep. sides of the realtors. There. You know,
0: yep. There's they, a lot of finger pointing that happens yep. in real estate that people don't talk about. At that, and it's amazing that you're on that. You've yeah. been on all three sides. Yeah. So you can really see like how awful people can be. And that's why we always say when we go into closing, it's like, I don't care who's coming in here dragging a leg and we're bleeding and we all hate each other. The client is not going to know, yeah. you know, and we'll deal with it later. But yeah. we can't just be like, well, you know, if she would have had her document, you know, that sort of thing. I was like, we got to just get it done. It's their big day. Yeah. Well, my mm-hmm. favorite
1: thing about this is just the time we get to spend together. I'll come in it's like talk about work stuff. And then we'll talk about life stuff, our families, our kids, like I'll talk about Tyler or whatever's happening. Mm-hmm. And she's the first one I just come into and just tell her this is happening. <laughs> well, it works on both
2: sides. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. She's definitely a sounding board for and lots
1: of things. And we went to a funeral, was it six months ago for Sue Johnson? Wonderful agent in the area. She's kind of a family member of ours. Cause
0: yeah, <laughs> it wasn't
1: small enough. Um, and just hearing how much she worked with her daughter. Sure. It was really cool. I'm like, I was bawling and kissed my mom during the funeral. It's those times together in the office, they said yeah. were their happiest times, yeah. and I feel like that's what we'll look back on as well.
0: Do you think it's challenging working with family? I mean, does it? Do you guys get sick of each other?
1: No. Nope. At that's the very beginning, knows. I did with Chad when Chad was working for us, yeah. but it wasn't you. It was Chad was driving me a little crazy. <laughs> <gasps> but that was just for a little bit there.
2: Yeah. Oh, and it's not like we sit there. I mean, because Alicia comes and goes, and I come mm-hmm. and go, and it's not like we're. Uh, you know, in a cubicle next to each other for eight hours a day. I think
1: that Yeah. Be hard. I think the most annoying part is probably for our other family members because when we have dinners, we can't help but just talk all things real estate. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably like, Okay, Jesus, I get it. You guys are good. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, it would be hard to kind of separate like when you're in the work role, when you're in the mom-daughter role. But it sounds like to me like you guys just combine it.
1: Honestly. You just combine
0: it. combine it. You don't you and don't I, separate. I it. don't
1: want to sugarcoat it just because she's in the room. Like when we had our husbands, we talked about the bad stuff, mm-hmm. you know. I don't feel like I feel like this has been super, super easy. I think it was at the beginning before we started, there was some nerves just about how it's gonna work. But since we've been working together, it's been seamless.
2: Right. Yeah. Well, you don't know what to expect. It's like, gosh, what if I'm ten minutes late or what if, you know? And yeah. it's
0: like oh she's <laughs> <Alicia's> gonna <laughs> kick your butt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, pull your hair. You know, just
2: like, <laughs> it took probably Two or three months to totally learn our roles. Sure. You know, like even now, it's like if something comes in, I mean, I don't know like what she has told the buyers or the sellers. And so, I mean, she, I don't know how many times we text, probably 20 times a day.
1: 50, sure. You know, to it, it, say,
2: like it, I just texted her like, can I send this out to them? You know, yeah. do
1: they know this is coming? And right. so. um, I, When my storage gets, looks like it's getting full on my phone first thing I'll do is delete our text message thread (laughs) because there's so many of
0: them on there. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Well, so how would you recommend to people that are are a realtor, like when do they bring in an assistant? What do you think is the right time to bring in an assistant, Karen?
2: You know, I think looking back at it, Mm -hmm. I think once they really know what their mission is going to be, what they're going to focus in, I think they need an assistant.
0: I feel like it's really, really challenging. I talk to a lot of realtors and I'm like, you do a ton of, of volume and, and you're super stressed out. Why aren't you bringing in an assistant? And they just, they just can't put it together. Well,
1: I think they're afraid to spend the money. Yeah. But you will make more money once you get them. And you had great advice. And we talk about when you're going to retire, which is never, um, <laughs> but that we would get another title person. Yeah. Right. And I, as to replace you and you would take them on
0: and train them.
1: What is your plan? Truly. Truly. I'm never retiring. I'm bored.
0: <laughs> I mean, Wouldn't you? I, we I talk about so. it. We talk about it a lot in my, our office because Angel is 10 years older than me. And, you know, she's grandma and all the things. And I'm like, what is your plan? Because we got to be on the same page here uh, in order for us both to kind of line it up. And and we have like the 10-year the plan for her and then not maybe marketing as much maybe not just pushing as much and just kind of allowing whatever comes in come in right that sounds like retirement and you, you to me. see
1: yeah. a lot of top agent or not top agents older agents that were top that are still doing great right that they just take in what gets to
0: them they don't do the marketing and right and they just kind of they refer yeah they just refer and they don't want to deal with all of it and mm-hmm. I think there's a classy way that you can still kind of keep your feet wet and to keep your brain engaged, because I don't think anyone like us is ever going to be comfortable doing nothing, like retirement right. type well, things.
1: dad, yep. yeah. I mean, he, he, still does. Full, he still has things it was, he does, What's though. really nice is I kind of got a two for one with my dad, so he helps with signs and, and it doesn't sound like that oh much, God. but signs are a pain. Like, you're so spoiled. Just spoiled. You're, oh, so spoiled. You're so spoiled. On the list.
2: <laughs> 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 yeah, like this winter, we're going to go to going south for... A month or six weeks. But it's nice. I just take my computer.
0: Yeah. You're still and, working.
2: Yeah.
1: I still work and nobody you knows. Awesome. Nobody knows. Yeah.
0: That you're not so, here. That's so. that's the most amazing thing about real estate is you really can do it from just about anywhere.
1: It really truly yeah, is. So mm-hmm. The paperwork
2: side, that's
0: for sure. Yeah. So Karen, what are your favorite things about working with your daughter?
2: Um, it, I mean it's great just to see her. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's so busy, it's hard like when Yeah, you'd have
0: a hard time seeing her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to kind of <laughs> catch her on the way by like yeah. she runs by that's what I do she runs by and I just grab her
2: hey, <laughs> hey <yeah>. come back <laughs> same with yeah. my husband yeah no and like she is busy I mean two little kids and yeah husband's busy and they're both very involved in the community they
0: travel a lot
2: so it's nice just mm-hmm. to say now what's going on like the other night yeah. we were can't remember where we were but oh we went out for pizza and I'm like are you guys doing this and she goes
1: I don't know, Tyler, we got to have a meeting now. This is our plan for the month. We've been so bad about that lately, like just our plans, what's happening for social stuff, work stuff, and just getting our calendars organized. Birthdays coming up.
0: Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it can just be really, really challenging when people are not involved in your regular life, especially as busy as we are, to try to catch them up. Right. You know what I mean? Like when you haven't seen somebody for, you know, six months or something, they're like, what's been going on with your life? And like, I think that people say, oh, I've just been busy or things right. are great or they're fine. And because we don't, like, where would I start? Right. Where would I Where would I start to tell you what's happened to me in the last six months? Right. And if you only hit the high points, then it kind of sounds like bragging. And, but you, you can't take them down into the depths of all the things, all the all the cycles that we, that we run through. So it was just kind of like, that's good. I'm busy. Yep. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, and that's like um, one of our sons live here, and then the other one lives in Florida. But yeah, I even though like Kevin, who lives here, I still mm. don't talk to him. I mean, he's super, super busy at work, and you know, he plays hockey and does. We did the break about and, um, him
1: that he's the top 20 under
0: 40. Colleen, yep. very yeah, exciting. With Pauline, that's yeah, amazing. Where'd yeah. the red hair come from? Actually,
2: there's red hair on both sides of my family. Wow, my grandma had red hair, and then um, Paul has a
1: brother that has red hair so. and a sister. Did you sister. ever have red hair, Alicia? I don't think so, no. no.
2: It was funny, when the kids were little, Alicia's hair was dark like it is, and then yeah. Kevin's is red, and then our youngest was as blonde, as blonde as you can Oh, that's think. so funny. Yeah. We
0: had that's a so mailman funny. and a postman. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, a so mailman fun. and a milkman, that's yeah. what I was supposed when to say. When
1: Charlotte was born, because she's got beautiful red hair, and it's mm. one of her best features, but you know, postpartum depression, I would just hold her and cry. I'm like, it's so hard to be a mom. And she's a redhead. (laughs) I'm so sad about it. (laughs) But now it's, yeah, that was.
0: So do you think that every mother-daughter relationship would be able to navigate through this?
1: Absolutely not.
0: (laughs) Definitely not. (laughs) What we found is I think we have a lot of similarities that we didn't
1: see that, like, the competitive part and making work easy.
0: Like, I didn't realize how easy you made work look.
2: Yeah. No, I think, honestly, I don't think very many could. I I don't think so either. And
0: and honestly, like I think about me as a mother and then, you know, allowing your child to now be the leader. I'm a leader, you know, so I think it would be really hard for me to try to switch roles and and maybe because you've always been in a behind the scenes role, it was an easy role for you to fall into. So I definitely as me as a mother, I don't think I could ever play second fiddle. I don't know.
1: Well, you see a lot more of that in real estate with the mom who's been super or the dad um, who's been super successful in real estate and then brings their kids on. You do see a lot of that. yeah. Um, but yeah, I haven't seen anyone else who's done it this way in no. our industry.
0: At least in this so. area. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, you better take care of your mama because I, know. Um, I don't know that it's going to work out real well for you if she leaves. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so. You don't even know how many times I've said this out loud.
1: I'm so screwed. I'm just going to handcuff her. She's not allowed to leave. Um, no. Yeah. Yeah. Start giving her more massages.
0: Um, Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, that's what I got to start doing.
0: Yeah, some things.
1: I mean, so you've heard me talk about her a million times, but like doing this, don't you see even more clearly all the? Oh my God!
0: No, it's it's no. She's amazing. I know. She's amazing, and you are are so lucky. And she was dreading this so much. It wasn't
1: that hard. No, this was easy. Yeah, made it very
0: easy. (laughs) Oh, we're 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 pretty low drama. Just
1: Just to set you guys up. So I just texted my mom. And we were talking about this before. I haven't said it on here yet. No. Yeah. So I just texted my mom yesterday. Hey, mom, one o'clock at the office tomorrow. And she's like, oh, no. And we have a tough client right now. She thought I was going to make her sit in with this client. I'm like, no, no, it's not that. Something else. Just smiley face. Just be there at one o'clock. Just be there. I knew she wouldn't want to do it. So I forced her in. <laughs> so when did you tell her? And what did I she did say? I end up telling her
2: last night. but I texted okay. her a couple times. I said, now, what's the meeting for? It's not so-and-so. And she goes, no, it's- Just, um, just
1: don't worry about it, mom. Just show up. Just show up. <laughs> just show up.
2: It's like, and then she, then she told me it was the podcast. I said, what's it about? And she said, you. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> I, I think the most I've probably ever talked about myself in my life is an hour.
1: <laughs> I was
0: going to say, this is like the most like I've ever heard you talk about yourself. Um, <laughs> well, just to wrap up, what are your goals moving forward, Karen?
2: Um, You know, just keep working. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Paul and I do want to go south. Our youngest son lives there. And do you think you're going to buy down there? Nope. you change your mind on that? We change your mind. You know, yeah. We've got a couple other properties. But, you know, like I said, I, I couldn't be happier where I am,
1: mm-hmm.
2: where I am right they now. They also
1: just bought a really sick Sprinter van. Yep. Oh. Yeah. So cool. they, yep.
0: they're so, just going to travel around, and do that. Travel as long as you have Wi Fi. Yep. yep. I, I feel like Wi-Fi when anybody, anyone from our team is going anywhere, I'm like, but are you going to have good internet? Yes. You know, like, that's fine, as long as you have good internet. So you've got her on a little bit of a rope.
1: Yep, exactly. Yep.
2: <laughs> Our license plates say dog kennel on them. So oh, cool. Said, like, Where did you get those? Yeah, I just got them, so. Oh, I haven't heard so of that yet. we got two dogs that travel with us, and you no, know, we're just, you know, if life stayed exactly as it is now, I, can, yeah. I couldn't be happier. Also, we haven't talked about what a badass
0: golfer she is. Oh. oh. It's really annoying.
2: I enjoy it. I'm not... A great golfer. But I, I golf a lot. You and know, she's, she's you a great just, golfer. You guys.
0: You know what I just thought of when you just said that is, I love that saying. Create a life that you don't have to have a vacation from. Yeah. And I feel like that—that's what you've created. Yep. Is you exactly. know you work with some of your favorite people and you're doing things that you're very good at, and you don't need a vacation from it. And. Ugh, I mean, we, we all need to strive for that.
1: Yeah. Maybe just a vacation
0: from dad. Maybe we go somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy.
1: No, dad's fantastic. He's wonderful.
0: Well, thanks so much, Karen. It was lovely chatting with you. Yeah,
1: Thank you for including me.
0: Thank you for joining us today. Tune in next week for another episode of leading ladies of Montana real estate.